Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez. I have Aaron Keller here, and we're also joined by the Wild Sheep Foundation's Ryan Brock. Welcome, Ryan. Good afternoon. Long time, no talk. I think we just had you in a few weeks ago for Wild Game Cooking, and it sounds like you are neck deep in everything sheep, all things sheep. This is a big, big busy part of the year. Kicking into late winter and early spring, yes. And part of that is because we have the Sheep Show coming up. We do. Our big national convention is coming back to Reno, and and that uh, ends up bringing a lot of people interested in sheep into our community. And that brings people from all over. I mean, I think if you live in Nevada, you know what the Sheep Show is. Yeah, and uh, nationally we have people come from all over, all of our different chapters and affiliates. Uh, A lot of them travel in to kind of be here, and then we have a lot of people from abroad as well coming in uh, as part of the expo with kind of the business side of it. And what are the dates then of the Sheep Show? So the Sheep Show this year uh, is moved uh, back into February. It's always been in January, but it's February 7th, 8th, and 9th, that Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay, so could you kind of explain just for people who might not know, what what is the Sheep Show and why is it such a big deal? So the Sheep Show is kind of our our national convention in a sense. It's where we bring uh, seminar speakers in uh, to kind of talk about hot topics in sheep and sheep hunting and conservation. Uh, It's a time where we have our banquet dinners, which is where a lot of the auctions and fundraising takes place uh, in the evenings as well. And so that's kind of in a nutshell what what the sheep show is all about there and that's where the wild sheep foundation gets most of its funding most of our funding yeah so we started out as a a small group it was actually a group of hunters in 1974 that just noticed sheep populations kind of declining where they were from and they brought together a group of uh, hunters and called themselves the foundation for north american wild sheep and a couple years later in 1977 they got the non-profit status and uh, again continued to kind of raise money and and some chapters kind of and affiliates kind of sprung up around the nation and uh, in 2008 the name was changed to wild sheep foundation just to really uh, reflect on that expanded vision um, of wild mountain ungulates worldwide outside of north america it's really interesting to hear how it's transformed over the years It, it has and through that transformation it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and i've been with them for six or seven years and just to see the growth in our organization uh, when i came on board you know i think uh, in our office there were five or six staff and and now we're above 12 which is still s- small <laughs> for for a big conservation group like ours but um it really just shows the growth in what's happened and so this is the event sheep show where we really bring in our one-time money for the year uh, and then we direct that usually about four million dollars a year out to our conservation programs throughout throughout the year and how could people sign up to go to it? Do they just go and they could buy their tickets? So there, yeah, so there's online registration that they can sign up for um, to get into the expo and for the banquet dinners. There's a lot of fun events going on as well. Like we have backpack races during the day where it's actually out in the field and, and you have these people who think they're like the toughest sheep hunters and they strap on the packs and they do these races. This year we have an indoor 3D shoot. Uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. You don't have to have bows or anything. You just kind of show up 
you can just pay right then. They have different ones, $5 a shot, and it's sponsored by uh, Mountain Ops. Uh, and But then you have Sitka and all these other uh, basically organizations coming on board, so we have amazing prizes to give out for that. And all the proceeds are going right to the Sheep Foundation. I remember last year was my first year living in Nevada and working here, so that was my first sheep show, and there's just so much to see and do there. It's almost... It overwhelming is. in a good way in a good way it is and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger every time we just expand and uh, even this year the less than one club for those people who are passionate about sheep and sheep hunting but maybe have never actually um, been able to harvest a sheep they, they call it the less than one club and it started with a group of you know about a hundred the first time with free beer and raising some money and stuff and we were huge last year and it's even bigger this year right they, they had to get a bigger area yet again why do you think it's growing so much do you just think it's getting a good response from the public or i think so and i think um i think our organization has been really good with tapping into that a uh, little bit younger generation um sheep hunting is is fairly an expensive sport i've been putting in because i don't have the funds to buy the big tag so mm-hmm. i've been putting in for 17 years to draw a sheep tag and i have yet to do it and we live in a great state for sheep hunting. Um, and I think that, um, you know, those younger people that are into backpacking and kind of the extreme sports like it because sheep hunting does take a lot of hard work um, and stamina just to get to where they live. And I think it's really appealed to those uh, type of people. And I think that's what's brought a lot of the excitement into the sheep show, especially in the evening events like the horse packing races, races and and they even uh, do races through the, the Peppermill Hotel as well with oh backpacks and running up the stairs and jumping through uh, suitcase carts. and Sounds fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually too to tired by the yeah. time those start. <laughs> I'm, like I'm headed, headed home, home at that point. It's great to hear that it is getting so much more popular with, you know, younger populations of people. Yeah. It is. It is because, uh, you know, there's that whole thought of conservation. You've got to pass it on to the next generation. Mm -hmm. If the next generation isn't passionate about it, you're not going to have those same conservation efforts driving forward. And it sounds like what you said, it's not just about hunting. They just enjoy the the whole experience of it and being outdoors. It's it's really about being out there. And, and, um, you know, if you look at our purpose, it's really to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, majority... I don't know the numbers, but a, a lot of people are in the Wild Sheep Foundation are members who have never gone on a sheep hunt. Wow, yeah. really? Interesting. So it really is. I didn't. I don't know if I realized that, that that's the whole background of Wild Sheep Foundation is just getting, it's, I mean, it sounds obvious, but I've never <laughs> thought yeah. like exactly what you guys do and where it all started. You know, and a lot of it really is the funds we raise is there to enhance those wild sheep populations, either through habitat improvements, um, like helping to fund guzzler projects, which are water catchment systems, um, or translocation efforts of, of helping Department of Wildlife around the nation capture sheep from areas where their population is doing really well and reaching that carrying capacity and then transporting them to historic ranges where they used to live um, all the way to simple disease research which pneumonia is one of the leading factors killing wild sheep around the nation and um, we've put put millions and millions towards research and currently we're funding uh, Dr. Basser in Washington State and uh, University there and it's just fascinating there's just so many different strains of this pneumonia Right. There isn't like a simple cure for it. I think it's because we're in conservation education. So we're working with you guys a lot. Like, obviously, you're one of our big partner agencies, but we're always promoting events and stuff together. So just to hear 
everything you guys do and how much you do contribute to that and, is really cool. And I'm just in charge of youth education, really. So I, there's a lot that, you know, I, I'm not even sure of all the efforts and yeah, stuff taking exactly. place. This is a very I know when I get the newsletters and the emails and stuff, it's so, there's something new every single time and every day in all across the West. Absolutely. For me, those are the ones I kind of pay attention to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And we're based out of Bozeman, Montana. We moved a couple years ago from Cody, Wyoming to Bozeman, Montana, but I've always worked remotely living here in Reno yeah. myself. And so, you know, even with that, there's parts that, that, that I'm, I, I'm learning sometimes through those same newsletters that you're getting there. Exactly. Right. And I, I remember when they, like when we first found out that you were going to start working with the Sheep Foundation, how excited we were that, but maybe talk a little bit about the education component that you have inside of the Sheep Foundation. Okay, yeah. So I was hired as the youth education coordinator um, about six, maybe seven years ago now um, to really just get kids passionate about conservation. Um, at that time, a lot of our funding came from a grant that was also into the shooting sports as well. And so we, we hit really hard that, just getting kids uh, familiar with trap and skeet and, and broadening the horizon of conservation in general, specifically with wild sheep. And um, even our program has kind of morphed over the years as well. We're still very passionate about those two things, but I've been able to really start pushing into schools and working with scouting programs um, to where now we're doing about 70 different events year-round across the nation from, you know, small events with 30 kids to events with a couple thousand kids on everything dealing with just outdoors, getting kids passionate about the outdoors so that they want to spend time out there so that they want to protect those wild places when they get to be adults. It's extremely important. Absolutely. And then that's actually a whole portion of the show you guys have is dedicated to. It is. And so from the very beginning, I think what really started our whole youth movement um, was this youth wildlife conservation experience. That was our first effort um, even before I was on board, um, I did bring some students from my fifth grade class to it that first year. And I think they had 120 kids. Um, and it was just as part of the convention. Uh, but they had a youth area where they got to rotate through stations and hear a couple keynote speakers. Right. And from that, it's morphed into um, almost hitting 2,000 kids last oh year um, over the three days. And this year, we're already set up to, to break records in terms of how many kids were we're bringing in from local schools. And so two days are dedicated to field trips and then Saturday it's open. Correct. Yeah. So February 7th and 8th, that Thursday and Friday is it's, it's reserved um, for some school groups. And we already have next year's almost fully reserved even for those school groups, but we bring them in. Um, We have 540 kids this year coming in on school groups. And then Saturday we open it to the public. Nice. Well, I want to get into a little bit more about exactly what the youth wildlife conservation experience, I got it, (laughs) is and what people can expect. And we have two special guests. So we will get into that right after this quick break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to Nevada Wild. We are joined by Ryan Brock with the Wild Sheep Foundation talking about the big event of the year, the Sheep Show. So right before the break, we were talking about the youth wildlife conservation experience portion of the show, which is aimed at kids. And it's broken up into uh, three different days or two different days? Yeah, so it's it's three different days, but kind of two semi-general similar events but different enough with the school groups and the general public day okay so how do schools become a part of that where they could come and it's a field trip they take so originally i started reaching out just to contacts in the district being a school teacher um and now it's gotten to where i get people reaching out to me um and we have waiting lists you know for next year almost already filled up Um, a lot of it's gone from we have these teacher kits that teachers can check out to learn about wild sheep and conservation. Um, And so this year, some of those teachers, um, I kind of reached out to them and said, you've checked this kit out now for for three years. Would you like to attend this? And and that's really been really neat to see because you can tell they're excited and passionate um, about bighorn sheep and and we're thrilled to kind of come in. But, you know, teachers can reach out to me. Um, My email address is probably the best and it's just rbrock, B-R-O-C-K, at wildsheepfoundation.org and we can definitely get where I can reach out to you early next fall or or late summer. And they can reach out to you for the field trips but also those kits. Absolutely. Or any assets you might have they could check out. What are the kits exactly? So it's kind of a a tub of material. So we've kind of written a curriculum that just kind of talks about bighorn sheep uh, in our state and nationally. Um, there's, it's full of PowerPoint presentations, so the teacher doesn't have to be an expert in it. We have a sheep skull in there. We have uh, hide samples. Uh, we have some games, uh, a bunch of hands-on stuff that, that really targets that kind of third, fourth, fifth grade very well. But we have some middle schools that check it out every year and like it. Um, and then we have primary grades, kindergarten, first, second, that they can pick and choose what lessons they incorporate in with that. Gotcha. And how does it feel for you started this portion of the event and now all of a sudden you have a waiting list for it? That has to feel pretty good. It's great. And I wish we could bring in more uh, more schools. Um, the problem is we're just limited on capacity. We have to hire charter buses because we have the schools picked up right at 9 o'clock when they start school and dropped off right before school's out. Uh, because basically what happens on the Thursday and Friday is we have schools arrive and we start off with a keynote presentation just on what is wildlife conservation. We talk about the North American model of wildlife conservation, um, and we talk about uh, bighorn sheep and how conservation has helped sheep come back so well, especially in the state of Nevada. Uh, then we break into three different career seminars where students get the choice, uh, an option of three different seminars to attend um, on outdoor careers. And they go through three sessions of those. We come back for lunch and have a keynote speaker and this year it is a scholarship winner um, from our Wild Sheep Foundation Life Member Scholarship Fund. And so oh, we're yeah. flying them in um, from uh, their, their states where they go to college. And they'll kind of talk about conservation from a little bit younger perspective, someone who's going into wildlife management but is in their college years. And then after that, we open it up to hands-on stations for a couple hours in the afternoon. So not only is it educational, but it's fun, too. Because it, <laughs> it is very fun. We have um, about 25 stations, if not over that now. Wow. Where when we started, I think we had eight stations that kids kind of were timed and would rotate through. Where now we have so many stations, they're not going to get to all of them in those two hours. 
What are some of the stations? So uh, we have a climbing wall uh, that kids can climb. We have uh, four different archery stations. We have a hover archery with balls floating that they shoot with arrows out of the air. A trap station where a disc is thrown up and they use recurve bows to shoot those out. Uh, and then we have your basic target archery and then a stick at archery where it's kind of a Velcro arrow with a disc that they shoot at a Velcro target and the arrow drops and they can play tic-tac-toe against an opponent that way. Uh, we do laser shots kind of talking about, um, you know, when one animal's going behind another animal, shoot, don't shoot scenarios with that. Uh, this year we're going to do decoy spreads and talking about how you set up decoys for duck hunting. And then a second station would be actually learning to duck call where they get a duck call and get to learn how to use it and take that home. Uh, we have craft stations. They can make nature cards, make uh, arrowhead necklaces with uh, imitation bear claws hanging off of it. And this year I'm excited. We're actually going to be uh, teaching them how to fletch pins to put the feathers on arrows, mm. but we're going to use pins and we're getting some special wraps and they'll be putting knocks in and kind of learn the craft of that, but also get to take something home to kind of write with with that. Uh, but it goes on and on. We have tons of conservation stations. Mm. The Nevada Department of Agriculture is doing entomology where uh, they're going to be talking about bugs and, and actually get to, to I was going to say, weren't bugs. they eating bugs last I just, year? I just ordered a couple <laughs> thousand crickets to actually, and, and buttons that say, uh, I ate a bug at the sheep did show. Did you try right. one last year? I, I did. And they're, How was they're it? crunchy. And I was talking to my son and telling him about it and trying to see if I can get him jazzed up to try one later this <laughs> year. So something for everyone. It's there not is. just hunting. And it is not just hunting. Um, you know, this year I'm really excited. We have a group of falconers from Nevada that I reached out to that are coming in to talk about falconry and the sport of falconry. And they're then actually have their raptors there as well to kind of talk about. And, uh, and so there is, there's something for everyone. We even have Nerf guns versus drones on Saturday uh, to where we'll have a drone flying around. They'll get to use Nerf guns to try to just work on their accuracy with a basic Nerf gun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. So Thursday, Friday, students come spend part of their day, and then it opens up Saturday to anyone to come to. Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. You can show up anytime, stay as little or long as you want, and it's just the hands-on stations that day. So it's just all these stations running all day long. Um, in addition, we have a tracks program for those youth 12 to 17-year-olds. And they, uh, at our, our registration at the youth area, pick up a card and they get to go into the sheep show exhibit hall uh, for free, and then they follow these sheep tracks on the floor to seven different vendors who also educate them, like on using optics, how to pack a backpack for efficient backpacking. Um, the Department of Wildlife is one of those stops. Department of Wildlife is one, and I think yep. they're talking about um, poaching versus hunting and, mm -hmm. and kind of the ethics behind some of that. And uh, then they turn that raffle card in, and we have really amazing raffle prizes there. Sitka gear donates a, a package and Kinetrek boots. Um, this year we have a Henry Golden Boy 22. Right on. Uh, that's going to be one of those raffle prizes. So those are kind of some big raffle prizes for those um, kids that maybe don't want to make an arrowhead necklace or a nature mm -hmm. card. That they're kind of that older group that that's kind of too cool for for them now. Right. Um, that, but we still have some neat stuff for them to do. That's something important to mention too. And that will, in a second, we'll get to the special guests that we have here, but it really is, there's something for every age. I mean, we're talking about kids all the way to teenagers, um, almost adults that have something to do at this event. Would you say that's, I right? would say absolutely. And I get that question every year on, you know, well, what age I saw this, you know, the ad or the YouTube video, what, what age is this appropriate for? And it's really for any age. We'll get younger siblings coming in, you know, with maybe fourth graders and they're bringing in their 
kindergarten or even pre-kindergartner. Yeah. And, uh, and there's stuff for them. There's these crafts. They can try the duck calling. We have all the wildlife education, like hides and skulls mm-hmm. and all things. Fly time, hands Jan's on. there. Yeah, fly so time, casting challenges. Um, so there is. And then there's enough stuff that's for that older group, too, that you can make that challenge with, okay, well, I'm going to get with my buddy, and let's see who can shoot bows better. Let's go yeah. play tic-tac-toe with bows and see really – who has the skills here? And right. there was wildlife there last year. Raptors. Who doesn't? Exactly. I mean, I'm 29 oh, and I yeah. want to come and see yeah, all that. Yeah, I like staring at those birds. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. they're super so cool. cool. That's one that probably gets more uh, pictures. Yeah. Right. over there at the Raptors. There's always getting people taking pictures with them and the birds. I definitely got, I went and got video last year and I got some fly tying, um, some archery, but most of the videos were, I couldn't stop taking birds. pictures yeah. of the birds. Yeah, yeah. Really awesome. And it's hard. We're trying to paint a picture for for people listening to this that, um, you know, if you want to see a visual, we do have a promotional video on YouTube. And if they just search for Reno Youth Wildlife Conservation Experience, it should be one of the first that pops up. It's just a quick one minute video with some footage from last year and maybe some from the year before that that just really shows on that Saturday event what, what it looks like. Right. And that's I think the the you'll see in the video is the telling of, of how just you'd think all the kids would be at one event or maybe they'd be at a couple of the more exciting ones, but they're evenly spread out on, on across everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cause there's such, there's kids are so different. They, they like what they like. And so some, sometimes there's a waiting line for the crafts. Absolutely. Sometimes yeah. there's kids waiting, waiting patiently to tie a fly. Yeah. So and it just depends. Speaking of all the fun, different things to do, I guess we could get to our special guest that we've been promising. We have, fourth grader Dylan here and we also have first grader Riley these are both Ryan's kids so could you guys tell us some of we could start with you Dylan Um, what do you like about it and what's some of your favorite stations so my favorite station is probably the rock climbing wall oh that one did look pretty cool last year why do you like the rock climbing wall so much there's like some are harder than the others so it's kind of like your level and then i like going down it's yeah fun. that's the funnest part that's another thing all ages so and yeah. then so dylan you're in fourth grade yeah awesome so then do you guys all go as a family normally yeah well he, i think ryan actually has to put he puts them to work There's <laughs> yeah. helpers so you guys <laughs> this is their reward <laughs> so dylan you're a helper in it all yeah. And then you have to escape and find some free time to get to that rock wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dylan's actually old enough this year to where I think he's going to be helping uh, at least an hour or two with the drones versus Nerf guns this year. Ooh, oh, nice. that's exciting. Are you going to fly the drone? Yeah, I right hope. On. All right. Ooh, and Riley? then Riley, who's in first grade, what is your favorite station? Mine is the making bracelet. I mean, making a war necklace. Oh, the arrowhead necklaces? Yeah. Yeah. Those are cool. I saw that last year and it's so pretty. So did you make a necklace last year? Yeah. Nice. They're so pretty. So that's so cool. It's fun to hear from kids who are actually going and experiencing it and they're all going as a family. So Ryan, um, families, if parents bring their kids to the to this event, they could actually get into the sheep show f- the rest of the exhibits for free? Yeah, so what we do is, uh, you know, we can give uh, one adult day pass voucher um, per kid that comes for an adult. So if there's a a family 
you know, two parents and they bring two kids, we can give each of them a day day pass to get in, which is a $20 value. Yeah. It's a pretty good deal. deal. Yeah. So if you're looking for something to do on Saturday, you bring your kids down, they get to do enjoy the kids event and then you can go as a family, enjoy the rest of the hall, the main hall. Exactly. And so it's important that they, they don't go into the, um, the expo don't pay to get into the sheep right, show. That was going to be my next question. And come next right session. on down. <laughs> yep. Walk right past the registration and the paying there and come to the F meeting rooms. And there's signs all over. You're looking for YWCE with arrows or youth wildlife conservation experience, but it's in the F meeting rooms. You come down there, you sign in and register and go through and then just ask for a, a day pass voucher. And we have a whole, whole bunch there to give parents who are bringing their kids out. And then kids get in anyway to the sheep show. And those that are the teenagers will give them a day pass as well so they can get in. Right. So say that again. They come in and then they're going to go towards the F meeting rooms. F meeting rooms is where the youth area is. And it's huge. We're, we're taking up not only the F meeting rooms, but a whole bunch of a, a whole nother section. I forget even what that section's called. It's, it, this isn't a small event. This is right. a big youth. But youth don't go area. in the main hall. You're going don't to the Don't pay side. to get into the regular expo. Right. That if you bring a kid, we can get you a, a voucher free. to get in. The whole thing's free. It, it, so if they start asking for money, then you know you're in the wrong spot. That's right. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. Now there is parking because <laughs> it is the convention center. But, you know, right. if they you don't mind good. walking a block or two, you can even uh, forgo that. Right. Well, it's an exciting time of year, so I would imagine your next few weeks leading up to the sheep show, it's going to be a busy few weeks. I start heading to the storage shed in the next couple days and loading up the stuff and then spend all day Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday setting up, and then the kids start rolling in next Thursday. Yep. I know we've been organizing gear and kind of getting it ready in our warehouses, kind of getting it lined up for stations that we're helping with as the Department of Wildlife, so it's going to be... It's a long Very week. It's exciting. a marathon. Yes, it is. One, but so. it's a fun one. It's, it's, it is. It's just such a huge, big event that, you know, I'd love to break 2,000 kids over the three days. We came really close last year. Well, let's let's hope for it. And tr- hopefully <laughs> this helps. We'll get yeah. this out there and hopefully this Spread helps. Spread the word. So, yeah. yeah. So everyone, head to the Sheep Show. Name the dates one more time, right? February uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th. And the free event of the youth is that Saturday the 9th. Awesome. Well, thank you all three of yeah, you thanks, so much guys. for being here. And thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this Nevada Wild. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.